they want to help their country and their 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 king, their, their war chief rather, but they're just not fighters. <laughs> Maybe I came off a little bit too strong on the on the like, I want to kill people thing. Welcome to Bazinar, where great rivers flow and tall mountains rise, where the immortal gods pull the strings and towering civilizations and inexorable armies wage war, where darkness and light. Fairies and furies, war and peace, all struggle to survive. These are the stories of Bazinar, the commanders and heroes, the mages and swordsmen and monsters. Enter a new history. Hello, Peter. And we are back for episode five. Good morning, Daniel. Bum, bum, bum. Hello, and Peter. And to all of our listeners, I have one thing to say to you, of course, and that is... <laughs> welcome to Bazinar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so last we left off our... Wait a minute. Chaotic neutral of Avot um, <laughs> was... <laughs> I appreciate that, Peter. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Was just arriving at a new village, and a very different village. Uh, this one with stone buildings and uh, uniformed guards, and a wall around it, keeping it safe from who knows what. Okay. And that is what I'm going to try to find out. Okay. <clears throat> what are they hiding in there? Interesting secrets, I'm sure. Alright, it is time to put on my fake accent and stride into this village. One of many fake accents? Uh, yes, yes. One of many. Alright, I look up into these walls. Does anyone notice me? Is there, are there like guards on the watchtower just like looking at me? Or am I still in like the, the cover of the trees? So, um... I'll say you're in the cover of the trees for your own sanity. Okay. Um, but you do notice that the gates are open. Okay. What, what you know, quote-unquote uh, qualifies as a gate, you know, just two massive wooden things that they can lift up and move with a couple men's help. Mm -hmm. um, and people are around the gates. Okay. They're doing business, they're talking, they're walking in and out. Not many, and no one seems to be, like, straying into the woods. But the gateway isn't, like, secure. Interesting. So it's, not, it's not, so it's not like they're expecting, like, an army to run out of the woods. But they still have some no. guards there. Yeah, and they've certainly, it's the first defensive uh, structure you've seen. Interesting. In this world. Okay. Wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow, indeed. That's I just realized that a lot of the things you're seeing are the first thing you've seen on this world, period. Defensive structures, Stuff palisades. This is like almost mm -hmm. like uh, the time before time. Uh, the time before this time. I don't know. A certain reference. War. I... War. Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. All right. I looked down. What am I? I'm wearing uh, this bearskin robe. Um, or, I don't know. Bearskin. Bear animals. Yeah. But skin. For, yeah. For, for, I, I assume bear skin. I don't know why. Um, probably a bear in there. <laughs> uh, we can accept that. The skin of animal cloak. Uh, I've got these fine pants on. 
Am I wearing a shirt? Uh, no. I, I don't know if we clarified this. Okay. A shirt. Okay. So I'm just got this cloak. Okay. And and pants. She left and pants. pants. Yes, she left me pants. Weird. Yes. Um. Yeah. That was a whole different thing. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> I stride. I stride out of the woods. I'm, I'm I'm like making sure I'm like making my presence known. I want to be like, here I am. Come look at me. So you do everything and, short of just shouting out your announcement. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. And you just go full confidence. You know, chest first into this gateway, and yeah, the guards notice you. Um, they see you, and they kind of whisper to themselves. And then one of them goes down. You assume to meet you mm -hmm. from the wall. Um, you see, you can see. I don't want to say they have a rampart per se, but they have little areas, watch posts, where they can stand above the wall and look out. Indeed. One of them goes down from that um, to meet you. So you have about I don't know four seconds before it gets there. Do you want to do anything? I'm going to prepare my voice. Just do some fake warm-ups in my throat. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> All right, we're ready. So, so you walk up to the gate going, mm -yaw, mm -yaw, mm -yaw. <laughs> <laughs> You get a few weird looks. Um, and then the guard meets you and just says, Hey, alt there. Where's your exemption pass? Oh, I I'm afraid I don't have an exemption pass. I I'm here to learn. Uh, I have heard many great tales of this tribe and of you uh, as a collective you, not you personally. I don't actually know who you are. Um, Screw you. I, I wish to understand and fight with you. Um, I have heard tales of your magic and I wish to participate in this great feat of chaos and war. So, you're saying you want in on fighting? Yes, yes indeed. Well, that was easy. Alright, you can come with me. Hey, uh... What was his name? I had it written down. One second. So the guard looks to his other guard, his friend, and goes, Hey, Gadeo, I'm gonna take this bloke over to the, uh, the commander. He, uh, he's keen on joining. And the guard over there is like, Ah, that makes our job easy. All right, well, I'll see you when you get back. And uh, the guard, Freddy, just, all right, follow me. Yes, and I will. And he takes you through the village. I, okay, as, as we're walking, I want to, like, ask him, so what what is your name, my good man? So he's like, oh, I'm Lace. Lace. It is good to meet you, Lace. I am and, uh, Vosimar. Vosimar. Yes. Well, Would you get a name like that? I had strange parents. Ask them. I don't think I can, unless you brought them with you. <laughs> I did not. It was a uh, figure of speech, but yes, I agree. Many have said that. <laughs> well, it's not my place to judge another man's name. I'm starting to uh, like though... you, Lace. Oh, I appreciate that. Say, uh, what, uh, what brought you here to be a fighter? You said something about magic, but... Well, well, I mean, I've always been very keen on fighting, and magic seemed like the next step in the evolution of fighting. And um, I mean, I'm always one to be on the to edge. To me, like a, a killer. Oh, oh, trust me. Uh, I don't like to kill like everyone and anyone, but 
I seek the thrill of a battlefield. Ugh. Oh, you're an eccentric one. Oh, that's the setting. All right, we are arriving, and he pulls up to, just pulls up, he's in a car. He walks up to this nice, slightly larger stone building, and this only has one, one story, but you can tell by the way it's designed that it can probably hold four to six rooms. It's a wider building. Interesting. Much, okay. takes up a lot more space. And you can see with the stone buildings, the streets are straighter, mm -hmm. um, uh, and they're a lot thinner. And they seem to be mostly used for traveling instead of for meeting. There is, uh, well, the gateway is like this main, main central plaza for mm. this little village. Um, so he takes you and he knocks on the door. This door does have hinges. Dude, uh, do the sound effects. Door is open. <sighs> oh my god. Go, go, go. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, he says, hey, uh, general, we got someone who wants to join. I, you heard me right. I said once to join. And uh, the door opens. And uh, he, the, you and the guard are led in by a few other uh, guards. They all have the same uniform. These ones have beards. That's really the only distinction they have. Mm -hmm. um, you're led in, and you're led in through a few rooms uh, very quickly. Not enough time to really get a, an idea of where you are. Until you're led into one final like office room. And behind it is sitting uh, a single man. And this uniform is markedly different as in it has an insignia of a sword uh, made out of steel strapped to his shirt um, the, the insignia well as, this, the insignia is of a sword that is made of steel and, and there is an, the insignia is made of steel it's it's like oh the insignia is made of steel uniform. i see i see yeah it's it's small uh it's like the size of your pinky wait it's made of steel yes okay Not i haven't steel. i haven't seen steel before have i or at least um yeah. Not since you've landed on Basinar. Okay. Yeah. And this is certainly steel. Um, when you look around, you are able to tell then, at that point, that the armor is made mostly of iron, but the weapons seem to be made of steel. These okay. People. And they've only been wearing spears, so you haven't been able to tell, per se, but the spearheads mm. do have that, that silvery glimmer that iron doesn't have. Interesting. Mm hmm so you let in, and you're told to sit, and Lace uh, takes a takes a stand by the door, and the general just looks you over. So, he says to you, you came here, and you want to join our effort. Indeed, I do. I have heard great things. Uh, I, the one thing that convinced me to come here, seek you out, and attempt to join your forces, is that... I have heard stories of some form of magic which you do on the battlefield. Um, I have come to learn, uh, I have come to fight, and I will be loyal to you as long as I am permitted to fight. Uh, Arakion doesn't have much use for mercenaries, but, well... You can test your blade out, I suppose. I will place you in Lace's regiment. Taking guard over the city. He can show you the strings while you're still green. Test you your blade work, if you will. Do you have weaponry? You look a little bit I do not. kept I do not. I have lost it um, as I was traversing a stream. Uh, we fell out of a boat, and as you know, armor weighs a lot of 
wait. That, that sounded yes. weird. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon my bad grammar. <laughs> um, and I had to dispose of all of that armor in order to swim across the lake. Uh, it was unfortunate, however, I am quite skilled with the blade and the spear. We'll test that out. I, I must say, it's not every day we see someone in these parts who's as fervent a worshipper as Balka as we are. And, like, as he says that, I, uh, I give, like, the, like, the, the, like, confused eyes for a second. Like, I maintain composure, but I'm like, oh, um, Balkoff, yes, I am a very fond of Balkoff, yes, indeed, I am here because I love Balkoff. Anyone who itches to fight, such as you, to the point where they would join our force, well, it is it's refreshing to see. Mostly we have to press, uh, recruit new individuals to our army out of a fear of death, which is, which is not the same as a love of glory, as we know. Oh, indeed, indeed. Fairer words have never been spoken in these lands. Very well. All right, well, train with lace, and then... You can you can test out what you say to be true with your blade work and your spear work. Oh, Very indeed. Well. Thank you. Take them off. Thank you. And, and I bow, all, I bow my way out. All right. Uh, he kind of looks at you strangely. He's like, all right. Uh, but Lace takes you off. Uh, you have that, that aura of a different culture about you. Mm. Uh, from the north. That does not exist. <laughs> I'm going to, like, spread tales of this fake clan everywhere. <laughs> Alright, so Lace takes you back. He's like, oh, hey, I've hey, never seen the the general so happy before. Is that the same accent? Yes, it is. Yep. Oh, it had that, like, weird, like, semi-Australian tang. Nice. Yeah. There we go, tang. You're getting it down. That orange tang. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, come with me. We'll, uh... You can follow on guard for the day, and then I'll I'll take you to the the armory, uh, get yourself some equipment. We'll be getting you some iron things first. We'll save the steel until you can use them. Oh, we'll, indeed. Uh, see what your uses are. Eh? Follow me. I follow. Okay. All right. He takes you back to the gateway, um, where his compatriot is. Yeah, that was his name. Cool. Nice. All right. So he takes you, and he just, you just kind of sit with him on the gate and, and watch the surroundings. Um, and Lace and uh, Gadeo are just kind of, like, chilling. Mm -hmm. They don't really do all that much important things. Mm -hmm. This would be a good chance to talk to them. You stay on watch for the rest of the day until the sun sets. So mm. any chance you want to make conversation would be now. If not, we can cut right to sleeping and then the next day. I mean, I, I, the, the conversation is unimportant. However, I would be making, like, small talk. Right, so you get to know these people. Um, some fun things. Lace and Gadeo are both, and they make it very clear, they are original-born Archeon soldiers. Ooh. They are also, you kind of figure out that they're very untalented. Untalented. Yeah, and so they're gifted because they're um, native-born Archeon mm -hmm. by not having a dangerous job. However, because they're so garbage with fighting, they mm. were just put on guard duty in one of the cities um 
Interesting. So that they can feel important, and they still are treated well, much better than the others, you can kind of tell. But, uh... Yeah, they're not, they're not putting their soldiers at risk by actually fighting. Interesting. But they seem amiable. They're, they're just not warlike people when it comes down to it. They want to help their country and their 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 king, their, their war chief rather. But they're just not <laughs> fighters. Maybe I came off a little bit too strong on the on the like, I want to kill people thing. <laughs> <laughs> they they respect you for it. It's like they can they almost seem like dreamers. Like they're like, oh yeah, yeah, you want to kill? That's that's really cool. Like we've seen arrows, so many arrows off to the north and they've been doing stuff and it's so good and they're making our kingdom all great and it's epic and you're like yeah that's me um oh. so they look up to you for it but uh they're not there i can tell these are going to be good friends until i kill them <laughs> <laughs> i want that quote framed and on a wall <laughs> all right <sighs> So the, the day passes, you make small talk, they eventually lead you to the arsenal and they give you a shirt, a uh, leather chest plate mm -hmm. um, lined with slight metal stri um, iron strips, a spear, a dagger, a shield, nice boots. Mm. You were wearing shoes this time, but they were trash shoes. So they give you nice solid boots interesting um, very interesting and and a, did i mention they gave you a shirt they gave you a shirt oh good good what kind of shirt yeah, so you're describe this shirt to um me. it's it's oh what would it be it'd be mostly for uh a leather trim on the bottom just like to keep it like together mm -hmm. but like just like um slight fur like something around deer maybe rabbit um, okay i see like high but not not yeah, but not like extensively fluffy. Yeah, yeah, like the coated. Just un just untreated. I see. Um, but just something to keep it on you. Um, it fits you pretty well, luckily. Is it scratchy yeah. or is it comfortable? It's not comfortable by any means. Okay. You are used to god level clothing. This is not. Oh, no. <sighs> I'm gonna have to bring back like clothing, like actual clothing at some point. Like that could be my job here. I could start a fashion store. That'd be fun. You'd be in competition with Samia and it'd be like that dream. <laughs> I'd just kill her. <laughs> <laughs> no more competition. Right. <laughs> simple, simple as that. Yes. Knife in the dark. Anyway, all right, so you, you get your armor and then you go to sleep. You sleep in the in a barracks yes. with these two men plus four others. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just keeping watch over the city. Um, there are other barracks that you assume that's like a police force mm -hmm. slash... Uh, occupation force uh, and you do learn that this is not the Arkham village this is Ooh. one of the many many villages that they have conquered i see okay yes and they talk about the Arkham village as the homeland far far to the south i see this I'm gonna is have to get near the front point. line yeah this village was conquered relatively recently uh no it's been five years okay um so they're they're getting used to it at this point they've had rebellions they've all failed um it has never really had any luck. I mean, the Archeon people are extremely efficient, as you know. Mm -hmm. You have not seen any magic about them. Well, actually, I don't know this. I've just heard stories, as far as I know. Um, but from what you hear, it's been ten years, and they've conquered almost the entire known world. Mm. Although you do recognize that the known world doesn't extend past the forest all that much. Yeah. Okay. So that does put a dampen on uh, what the known world is. Um, which you know it's not. It's a little bit bigger than the forest. We'll have to go by a little bit. I mean, this. a lot. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. 
you sleep the night. Well, wake up the next day, unless you. Before I go to bed, uh, I, I'm just trying to think through some things that uh, have been said. Namely, and the foremost on my mind, uh, they mentioned Balkoth. Uh, and b in the War of the Gods, which was, I believe, right before I entered here, Balkoth was the main... Correct me if I'm wrong, but he was the main, like war dude like he was the guy killing everyone he was like starting wars with the gods um yes the final kill count he had at the end of a war of the gods was five gods which was about four more than any other god yeah and before for him like no one could kill gods so he was i think yeah. the first to kill yeah okay he was the first to kill god um and apparently he's back uh somehow i kind of thought i was the only god here um but Maybe I'm not. Maybe he's here. That would be weird. And maybe I need to be a lot more careful <laughs> um, with what I'm doing. Um, anyway, I kind of may or may not have pissed him off. I don't remember if I pissed... I'm pretty sure I pissed him off, Balkoth, at oh, some point. Sure. Um, at multiple points. Yeah. So, <laughs> probably don't want to run into Balkoth. However, that kind of brings the question, like... I don't know any of the gods who have, you know, got stuck here. Um, and so far, my hypothesis for why I'm stuck here is that uh, there was some contract or something that I'm, like, for some reason I'm stuck here because of that contract, because, like, contracts are binding, um, mm -hmm. which might have, like, stopped me from mm -hmm. leaving uh, Bastinor. Anyway... How does this, um, like, this room where I'm in, where I'm about to sleep in, look like? Uh, it's, is there furnishings? It's a, it's a large room. It's a one-room hut, um, but it's twice as large as any other house before. There are six beds kind of lined up, um, and there's a table in the front with a few chairs for just lounging and playing uh, card games and such. Um. Each bed has a window looking out and a nightstand. Mm -hmm. And also the door is just open. I mean, um, there's no heating in the building. The only heating is the blankets. So the fact that it's cold outside doesn't matter because it's cold inside as well. Uh, so the door is just kind of left open. Um, so you can leave whenever or sleep or do what you wish. That's kind of what it looks like. I see. Okay. Um, so I kind of... I, I... Before I go to bed, I'm gonna walk outside the door, just like smell the night air. Um, it's kind of new, I guess, to be able to smell things um, with this new body. Um, and it's been yeah, it's been a few weeks. Still, these senses are are different. You can mm. always smell as a god, but somehow it it's more prevalent now. Yeah. Um, I guess that's smelling is kind of part of being human. Um, anyway, uh, I look up at the night sky. Um, is it like a cloud, cloudy sky, or can I see the stars and the moon? It's fairly cloudy. Luckily, all the signal fires are pretty far away, and mm -hmm. the stars are very bright, and you can make out all the constellations you know, um, as well as the moon is a little bit towards the horizon. Um, mm. So the stars are up there. They're somewhat... Uh, 
blocked, but certainly you can make out a good amount of them. I have good memories uh, of the stars. Um, the one time I was lost at sea, uh, I remember the stars were always there. Um, as like a calming presence. Um, and uh, the goddess of the stars, um, Idaria. Yeah, she was. She was really important to me, um, and I kind of wonder. She's probably. She probably is back in the um, in, in chaos, um, not no longer on Bazinar. Um, but I want to find her again. So, I need you to... You do remember her getting pulled up when, when all the gods left. She was one that you ever seen her. Mm. Then again, you're stuck here, so she might be, but not according to your vision. Okay. So, I'll have to find out where she is and try to find her again. In the meantime, I go back inside. Um, it's It's... It's comforting that the stars are still here. Um, have they changed much since I was brought up? No, in fact, the constellations, a lot of them you remember when they were put up by Adaria. Mm. And you can point to specific memories. Uh, specifically, the one that really strikes you is the one of the boat that you remember. The constellation of the boat with its silver, silver mm. starlight and silver uh, make that came down to you. That one's still up. Uh, the constellations have shifted slightly. You can kind of see. But overall, they're about the same. So it's taken... It's taken a while um, for, for the stars to have shifted. Um, do I know how long that w it would have been since I've been taken up? Based on the... Like, I, Your I, eyes... Yeah. Right. Your eyes are better than most. Uh for the reader's sake i'm mm. just gonna say that out loud because you're the shift is is microscopic but you're still i see i see i see so but it would maybe you're estimating uh you're not an astrologer but you did hang out with the star goddess for a good amount of time so you'd probably estimate between 300 to 400 years oh my gosh there. so a good amount of time yeah i really need to figure out what happened during those 200 200 did you say 400 years 300 to 400 yeah oh my gosh um yeah between th those several centuries actually a century is a thing in Bazinar. i mean a century is 100 years and i just measured it in 300 years so fair enough yes. <laughs> i guess it's a part of the english language that's me being stupid yeah. okay it's it's hard to when they're when we're all speaking a moriathic language <laughs> speaking english you just kind of have to take some things for granted <laughs> Okay, well, I go back inside. Um, before I fall asleep, though, um, I, have been having, I have been having dreams, yes? You have been having dreams. Um, only, well, only twice, but twice is far more than you've ever had before. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. I guess it's, I mean, I know that, um, I forget his name, but there is a god who, um, can sort of brings people dreams. I'm not. I I didn't ask him about it when I knew him, but I knew he had something to do with dreams. So maybe I can 
when I'm dreaming and kind of talk to him. I don't know how that works. Aldraxxus Elephist, that's what it was. Um, Sounds like a thing of magic to me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I don't, we'll see. I go to bed and I lay down and I wait for sleep to come take me. You lie in bed and you stare off in through the windows towards the stars. And they comfort you in this time when you find yourself now a soldier in the army of a god that you never intended to join. And that is where we will leave off. Uh, and we will see everybody next week. Heck yeah. Episode 5. The Archeon Tribe. Where Vavot enlists. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week.